Enjoy the show. Play on the channel. Get it done in six. Oh, seasons? Episodes. Episodes. Now. We want you to cram it in, don't you know? It's, that's got to be a pet. No, he's legal in California. That's what they were. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to go in there and play with the little bandersnatch. You got to get all straight in there. One, don't watch UFC. And two, don't play Far Cry 6 minigame. Just the Mortal minigame. Cockman! Be <laughs> live on every three. platform there is. Choose Welcome your fighter. Choose your triforce. fighter. Facebook's Twitch. Or, of course, the YouTubes, because we are the Triforce Podcast, of course. And I am your host, Matthew Bucarell, the Matt Man. To my left in the Projanger box is Christopher Bristow, the old man. Of course, our omnipotent presence that is Big Brother, Stephen Bucarell. And our mascot, Hero of Time, Link Diablo. Hey, forget you, buddy. We always gather here for the same nerdy reason tonight. Ending Expanse. It's Agatha again. Peter's cockfighting more on the Triforce podcast. And of course, we want you to hop over here to pjandwh.com. We're going to find all of the crazy and luggy money and nutty moments right up on top. You scroll down, we'll actually get the, the last week's title uh, name, which it will actually just start playing if you let it. It is called A Song of Credits and Debits. Yeah, you're welcome for that title. And last, um, last Lock Nuts um, podcast. They can't see me, by the way. Oh, you got to uh, oh, yeah. pop him back in. He's invisible. He yeah. So you'll also find last Lug Nuts podcast, <laughs> Odd Cock Car BMW Thick Boy. With a number of the TikToks that don't stop a rocking. Uh, I looked at a couple of ours that reached up to like, you know, good 600 numbers on the TikTok, and I was extremely surprised to see lug nuts up that high. So. Yeah, I, I've been very busy, so I'll, I'll be getting a couple of those clips later today and oh, tomorrow. I, so. And if you are a fan of the Purjangers and Wallhangers TikTok, I'm assuming it's TikTok whatever, PJ and WH? PJNDWH.com. All right, just like our website. Um, and if you hop on over to the second tab of the website, you will find Walljanger Gaming, where you're going to find Big Brother streaming during the week, Monday to Friday from 3 to 5-ish. Right now, you're going through the uh, infamous Second Sons. Yep. Still working through that story. Got all your powers. Yep, yep, yep. How you, how you, like, how you liking that game? Uh, it was just as good as, as it was the first time I played it. It's like rereading a book. Like, oh, did you enjoy it? Obviously, Again, Ethel. Yeah, I know where it's going. <laughs> going to go up the tower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I almost got all the doodads, and then uh, the tower's kind of long. So I mean, when I do I'll get a free minute, tower. I'm going to go and hop back into the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and I'm going to re-enjoy that series, because I feel like there's a certain span of time to where if you give it enough time to, you know, ruminate um you have to miss it then you can really it's that fondness of you you start reminiscing of oh my god i love this moment like fuck i got this gun it really just amplifies that hd remastered and really locks you in that's why i love you guys why shoot something once when you can shoot it 46 more times yes (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But it's 
One of those things that you'll catch them over there. You want, we want you to contact us, and you can right here on the page. If you are a podcast and you want to hop on and cross-contaminate internet-wise, podcast-wise. Yeah, that wasn't the right way to say it, but I'm going to go with it. Um, if you want to actually link up this podcast like we are getting next week, old man, who are our guests and what are their podcasts? We're going to cross-contaminate uh, all over you in this podcast. Get ready, wear a trench coat. I might actually it call it the, the cross-contamination podcast just so we can play on some fears. <laughs> <laughs> planet planet of fears. <laughs> um, no, uh, Trevor Alexander is his name, uh, him and his podcast buddy Jeff. They do uh, video game and nerdy podcasting uh, October 20th. We will be going on a Wednesday, not a Tuesday mm-hmm. uh, at normal time. Uh, and they're just excited to be on. Absolutely, man. I'm excited to have them on. Different nerds and, you know, crossing over that big void that is the internet to find like-minded purjangers, if you will, is what we're all about. And we're going to continue on trying to get different people in here so we can get different kind of nerdy views when we're going through this news because that's exactly what this soapbox is for. The the biggest thing for for Trevor and Jeff is that the new dad gaming, a show about gaming, fatherhood, and new father figures figuring out their gaming lives. So it is actually... Oh, you're Ode you're Obi Wan Kenobi on that shit, man. Look, <laughs> my seventy five children have allowed me to game all throughout their lives. I can guide you. I think you're counting some <laughs> of them twice. I may uh, be they counting seem, them. They thrice. seem very cool. We found them on podcastguest.com. You yes. can sign up and be part of their directory and uh, become listed. It's not for children. They have a bunch it's, of resources. It's, oh, good. It's, it's not a directory for children. It's not, the it's not childhood slavery. Oh, That's good, not what the, they link okay. up podcast not, people we're not, together. Uh, we're not that type of news program. No, we're not that kind of what news program. You know what? I don't want to know, know that answer. Uh, today on CNN. <laughs> <laughs> which is expansive, play on words, in its own right. Uh, Tonight we have The Expanse releases a trailer for Season 6, which you'll find below. Uh, The Season 6 of Amazon's The Expanse will be only six episodes, significantly shorter than previous 10 or 13 episode runs. Really? But it will still wrap up the series by adapting the sixth Expanse novel, Babylon's Ashes. And the novella, Strange Dogs. So that just has a whole bunch of positive vibes around those titles. I mean, they're gonna Babylon's Ashes. They're going to do the both of them in just six episodes. Yeah, apparently it wasn't a lot With of stuff. With a jar of Nutella? I feel, <laughs> I feel like they're kind of like cramming that together there. Don't Game of Thrones this shit, please. It kind of seems like a Game of Thrones series so far. It has, even last season, man, I really enjoyed it. I think that was the 10-episode season. Um, But I've looked back on, there was another, um, fuck, what was the name of that show? Um, It was Timey Wimey. Um, It was about a woman. She came back in the fucking, uh, fuck, what was the name of that? I forget the name of it. It was on Netflix for Continuum. There you go. Continuum. They brought that show back to, like, finish up its time travel series. But they were like, yeah, but you got to do it in, like, four episodes. I kind of feel like that's what they're doing here with The Expanse Season 6. 
Like, all right, you got two books worth of uh, material. <laughs> well, get it done in six. Oh, seasons, episodes, episodes. Now we want you to cram it in, don't you know? <laughs> there goes Bobby's mom. I feel I should set myself up for disappointment. You should. Yeah, you should. we're already expecting that, don't you know? They're gonna look if their episode five show. is completely black as well. I'm turning it off. I know it's space, but you know, no dark filter on this one. Event Horizon okay. coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> but six episodes to do this much material is difficult, said showrunner yeah. Nareen Shakar. So he acknowledged that at the New York Comic-Con panel. Amongst all those nerds, yes, you got to set expectations. Look, look, man, could we have done more? Probably. But we're fucked, so... But this is what you get. Nerds, you're expe- you, you, you expect this. Everything's, everything's got fine at a B-plus level. We get that A-minus there for you. Look, and then all of a sudden, just like every relationship you had, C-minus. Yeah, but here, here's, here's, here's where they <laughs> differ. sums it up right there. Maybe it's because they gave you that sweet gift of, we just gave you William Shatner going to space. Shut up. Gave us. Yeah, he's going on the on the the Blue Origin rocket. What do I, how do I benefit from that? Because well, Captain Kirk's going to space, man. This oh, time for um, reals. So the seg- like he's a little 90. tiny, a little tiny segue of of William Shatner. You know, the original Halloween mask was just William Shatner's face, just as a mask. God, cool. that's creepy. But I believe it is that. very creepy, and it was just like stretched out and painted white. That's all that original Halloween mask was. Didn't you get that William Shatner bust we sent you? <laughs> we if, have, we if have not, several. Let me we'll know. I'm gonna, another. I'm gonna get a refund on Amazon if you didn't get that. Yeah, if you didn't get that, we'll, we'll <laughs> we gotta to know. Amazon that. needs to give it. But yeah, no, no, thank you. no boy, no, no boy, no. But no, I thought that was kind of cool that Captain Kirk is going to space. Uh-huh. Well, that's a shame Leonard Nimoy couldn't go. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, he's he would have been more dead. He would have been more. I feel like I who would have had the better, dead. you know, if we're going to play that Burt Kreischer what-if game, who would have had the better first line in space, Captain Kirk or Mr. Spock? Obviously the actors or the characters. We could do both. Uh, Leonard Nimoy would probably have the better better line. I mean, him and... You know, Robin Williams will probably had the better line. Let's oh. just call it Spanish. <laughs> it's yeah. like, hey, look at that. Whoa, Zazu Zazu. <laughs> I feel like if Robin Williams was alive and he went to space, he would have definitely cracked a flat earth joke when he got up there. That probably would have been his first opening opening joke because he's a comedian. He he would have made jokes when he's up there. He would have he would have made an alcoholic and a flat earth joke all in the same all in the same joke. What comedian do you want to see go to space? Tom Segura. Earthquake. He would go. I guarantee you. Well, yeah, maybe. I think Tom would go. Put Joe Rogan up there. Oh, he would not go. He he already said no. Yeah, he wouldn't go. (laughs) Joe Rogan isn't. No, no thanks. (laughs) I'll watch it. No. I'd like to see him take Earthquake. Oh, my God. I don't. You have to be able to go to space. That's how I know it's safe. If you, you could someone... take Earthquake to space, yeah, that, yeah, that and shit is Fluffy safe. and uh, a few of his friends, <laughs> then Martin, go for the edges. Once you can get them safely around, I bet you we could get Martin in the space. 
Yeah, him. We yeah, can get Mark uh, Dean. Let's get a uh, whole group there. Yeah. I, I, I'm vying for, you know, oh, they're doing all this fan space shit. Fuck that. Put a comedian in space and entertain those people get, at get, the ISS. Get Jack Whitehall with his father up in space. <laughs> Motherfucking right. Jack Whitehall and his father? I don't like this. Fuck off. <laughs> Most importantly, we need to get Eddie Bravo to space. Oh, yeah. Really, I think we all need this. I think it'll move. And, and then forward. finally, just cap it off with um, Obi-Wan Kenobi in space. Yeah. Ewan McGregor needs to go because obviously, uh, what's his face is dead. Um, Lots of people like Lincoln. Sir Alec Guinness. Yes. Sir Alec Guinness. Yeah, yes. Him too. Um, but, but his, his brother can pilot him because Obi-Wan and Obi-2. Obi-Wan and Obi-2. Okay. Or you could watch Obi-D1 Kenobi-D1 on our back catalog on Spotify. Spotify. Yes, you can. <laughs> Obi, so Ewan McGregor's brother is actually a pilot, and his call sign is OB2. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that in a meme, so it had to be true. Uh, the final episode will be an emotional 65-minute thrill ride for The Expanse. Remember that? Um, Isn't it normally an hour? 50% longer, giggity, than any other episode. So the, the hour, quote-unquote, but that's really 40-some minutes. And now we're getting a 65-minute, two inches longer, but it's 50% more than you've ever gotten. Uh -huh. Every woman beh behind this camera right here are rolling their eyes laughing right I'm, now. I'm preparing myself for disappointment. <laughs> this is the same way with them. Yeah, um, yeah. And the final season of The Expanse will premiere December 10th on new episodes releasing weekly on Fridays. Remember, prepare for disappointment now so you're pleasantly surprised later. It's probably Yay. not the most positive way to think about On it. to the next story. <laughs> I could make so many more uh, middle-aged white woman jokes, but I'm not going to. I'm going to. Yeah, don't. Gonna talk don't. About Russia. Just, no. Instead, we're going to be making jokes about Russia because ah, that's a, always safe. a new space race is afoot, but this time with film. <laughs> Russian filmmakers have beaten Tom Cruise to his once-in-a-lifetime goal of oh. being part of the first film ever to take place in space. As the process of filmmaking continues to evolve, everything from cameras to visual effects to editing software have allowed for a major changes in what can be done. The past triumphs that filmmakers like Steven Spielberg or James Cameron have achieved are constantly being challenged and with varying degrees of success. Tom Cruise and Doug Lyman's hopes of being the first to film a motion picture in space have been dashed by Russia, of course. As per an, a thread of tweets from Euronews Next, Russia has sent a crew of International Space Station, uh, sent a crew to the International Space Station to undergo a 12-day production schedule that will see film uh, taking place entirely in space. The film will be directed by Klim Ship Shippenko and is a joint production from Russian Federal Space Agency. You know, if they just hurry and just launch something now and just film anything and call it a movie, he can still get this done. Yeah. Rush Cosmos and Russian State TV Channel One, the film entitled The Challenge, will star Russian actress uh, Yula Persaded. Persaled. So, oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah, you know them. You know her. Yeah, um, sure. 
but when it's coming out on like a channel like Russian State Channel One. But for the record, Tom, please still make the movie. Could hey, you? Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson and Tom Segura. Those two, with you know two other adults, go into space. <laughs> That's two the people you get to go to fucking space. The pilot is Burt Kreischer. It's the it's the end credit scene for the machine. That's why the Russians beat him to space. I I don't think so. It wasn't even. Wouldn't that be fucking crazy anymore? I mean, wouldn't that be fucking crazy? Like a special end credit scene that he filmed for Russia, and it's like Burt Kreischer and Mike Tyson in space. I I would love it. Yeah, I don't think. I would find it very entertaining. Or just that movie in general, Mike Tyson and Tom Segura in space. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would even settle for it to be the title of this podcast. But you'll have to watch out for, would Tom Cruise, I mean, obviously, you're still going to, if you get offered to be, you know, doing a film in space, you're going to do that motherfucking film in space. Number one, first, I'm going to question, why are you asking me? All right, that's that's a logical conclusion. Like, I don't act. Could you not get literally anyone else? Yeah, like... Am I it? (laughs) I'm the bottom of the barrel, like last kid picked for kickball? Yeah. This is where we're at? You came all the way down to me. Like, this wasn't Armageddon. Like, you're our first choice of civilians to go up there. Like, hey, you want to go? Literally, it's you or we're not doing it. Come with me if you want to live. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know. But most likely, Tom Cruise will do the first uh, solo free dive from space just to one-up his competition because America. Oh, okay. That that makes it even. Yeah. He's yeah. all about doing his own stunts. I figure a good free dive from space will you punch know, up that film. You know, if he films it and then just uses it in a movie, there you go. Yeah. Even if it turns into, like, the next Mission Impossible, nah, and that's just, how they whatever. punch it up. The next Jerry Maguire. You have somebody too. wanting to come in here, for, right, for the at the perfect area <clears throat> of <clears throat> Katarina Thermoscara tuning in from Thermoscara. Yeah. Our wonderful woman. She knows nothing about Jerry Maguire in space. We're talking about Jerry Maguire in space. Yeah, because Russia beat Tom Cruise to film a, f- a movie in space. So, unfortunately, <laughs> Tom Cruise as Wonder Woman on the International Space Station will not be the first space movie. No, no, he movie. can play any part he wants. It it's not even a minute matter. in, and I already have regrets. <laughs> no, no, I already, I already said he's going to, it's Jerry Maguire. But it was Maguire. for me this time. He started off with Jerry Maguire. I did. So, I actually like Jerry Maguire in space. Like, you take this shit, like, maybe, like, two centuries in the future. It's like a descendant of Jerry Maguire. It's a descendant of Jerry Maguire, and now it's like, I don't know, space football is the big rage. And he's returning back to his grandfather's roots of, you know, trying to push people. It'd be the same movie, but in space. I I'm feel not like even listening you're, you're at this point. You're going to suck a lot of dicks <laughs> to get that yeah. one made. Oh, yeah, especially in Hollywood. Um, but, you know, we'll have to see if this next story turns up any good, like the Russian channel, uh, state channel TV One's movie they just filmed. Jerry Maguire in space. <laughs> in Russian. It makes it so much fun. Jerry Maguire is the machine. The challenge, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> That was the challenge. His his agent, when his his client wanted to go up to space. Somebody else who was in space at least 
<laughs> in a mental sense, was this next story. <laughs> that 90s show was ordered up at Netflix. It must have been one of those people that just left. Um, Didn't we already get that in Malcolm in the Middle? We did, and they already even tried this with that 80s show. Yeah, that was really bad. It was horrible. It was very bad. It was the one. I don't even remember that. But when people say that '80s show, I immediately think the Goldbergs. It was that. Well, yeah, but the, it was that. There was that one character I remember. She had this huge spiked mohawk for no reason. Be edgy. Clearly, nothing edgier than a. She clearly a was a fan of British punk rock. <clears throat> I mean, you family love the ties, clash, but still, show. yeah. Head of the class, '80s show. Yeah. Uh, Netflix has ordered Perfect a, Strangers, a spin, which was a great show. Um, yeah, but Netflix ordered a spinoff of uh... the, the hit Fox sitcom, that '70s show, titled '90s Show," with uh, Kurt Wood Smith and Deborah Joe Rump, who play Red and Kitty Foreman, signed on to reprise their roles, according to the Hollywood Reporter. So we're getting Red and Kitty in the '90s. Does that make it any better? No. Um, his delivery of his lines is still classic. Or is this just Ed O'Neill being Ed Bundy, Ed Bundy in Modern Family? I think someone backed a truck up of money to his house and dumped it in his lawn and said, we want you to do a show. And he's like, sure, sure, sure. I'll do that for a dollar. I've always wanted a space station. <laughs> you know. It's Where almost, I can film a Russian movie. Yeah. It's almost like you said. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> which he was in that movie <laughs> onion we're going for onions around here multi layers so i really uh, multiverses pajangers <laughs> oh boy so yeah, you're welcome hello wisconsin it's 1995 and leah foreman daughter of eric and donna is visiting her grandparents for the summer where she bonds with a new generation of point plays kids under the watchful eye of kitty and stern glare of red because it worked so good the first time with their film hobby yeah Sex, drugs, and rock and roll never dies, and it changes clothes, reads the official synopsis of this show. And uh, we'll have to see if this actually gets through the 10 episodes of series that they have been ordered up for the multicam spinoff. Greg Melter will serve as showrunner. Bonnie and Terry Turner, Lindsay Turner, uh, Marcy Carsey. I can't believe that's a real fucking name. Marcy Carsey. That's got to be a pen name. No, weed's legal in California. That's where they wrote it. <laughs> well, my last name's Marcy, so I really feel who like... who knows what they do? Too much sun. This baby girl really needs to be named Marcy. I feel like there's a rhyme there that needs to happen. Um, Tom... They already did that in Married Your Children <laughs> with Marcy Darcy. Uh, Tom Warner is will executive produce. So, I mean, this may just be a giant flaming pile of shit that they put Red and Kitty back in, but, I, I mean... Like- I They're like, going to be getting paid at least for these 10 episodes they did. I like how you say multicam like it's a big thing. We're yeah. a multicam outfit. Look at us. We One, got two, yeah. three. Yeah, we got three. Yeah. I mean, you know, now broadcasting in color. Live. <laughs> We're also live. Broadcasting you gotta, live you in gotta color. Have, you got to have the scrolling marquee of, you know, now in Technicolor. <laughs> you know what we need? We need, like, one of those transitional, like, old school, like, audience roles. And then go live into the podcast. 
live from the Purge Anger Studio. Have the fake audience <laughs> class, you know, just going into it. Like, oh, hey, everybody, thank you so much for stopping by. Oh, we love you all. But um, that'd be a lot easier than that. The 80s had some really kick-ass song intros for their shows, man. That they did. It was like anime power hype intros. Like, who doesn't remember some of those? The Wonder Years, Family Ties. um, Well, my favorite Family Matters, that was 90s. Well, I mean, TGIF all the way, Who doesn't fucking remember Family Matters? Family matters. Anyway, step by step. Oh yeah, day by day. Yeah, I'm not gonna finish that. Copyright. <laughs> but yeah, very much so. You know what that may have been? May have been a spell. Because it might have been Agatha all along. Agatha Harkness might be getting a Disney Plus spinoff series. As well as Monica Rambeau and Zhai Ling from uh, Shang Chi, and me, yeah, even Big Brother, yeah, Big Brother, like the three of them on. together in a show or no, three independent shows, three independent shows, because you gotta you gotta fill the book now, because, you know, you got a lot of space with this streaming thing. I mean, Monica I Rambeau, know. I could see that as a, a you know a Marvel cop show, but how many of those are you going to put out, you know? It's not gonna yeah. be like it's not gonna be like the Law and Orders of the CSIs. There's only so much you can do, you know. Um, well, it also because of her with her powers, it's gonna be an expensive show to make. Oh yeah, yeah. But Agatha, there's a lot of different ways they could take this. They could take this before she met Wanda, or picking up where she's gonna end inevitably come in after Wanda, to where if they're well, planning. the way that she was left off. There's not much like. I could see that being another miniseries that leads into her appearance in a later Marvel film, but otherwise, where is she where is she going to go afterwards? Yeah, I mean, even where's, if this boils down, story? even if this ends up just boiling down to a one shot, like they did with uh, the Mandarin, the Mandarin for Shang Chi, that's an right. option too. To where this story could end up panning out to be a one shot with Agatha to lead into like Dr. Strange or something like that, you know, later on down the line to where like, I'm not against Agatha getting her own show, but really what's the story to tell there? Especially if she's on her own, if she's carrying her own show. I think with her, you're going deeper into the dark magic to where with Wanda, you're going into chaos magic and Dr. Strange sorcerer Supreme. So they're really defining their magic, you know? Like, if they do a prequel, we already know where it goes. We already know what happens. Yeah. So that's already limited. And mm-hmm. then now it might be interesting for her breaking the spell that Wanda put on her, keeping her in that city, playing the role that she was playing while she was kind of running things. Yeah. It's interesting, but how long can you carry that out? Yeah. A season, maybe two. Well, uh, and it makes then what? sense to have that after she woke her up, leading into another event, you know? Of what they're setting up. Because they're also saying, well, you know, they may lead into an Avengers or they may just give you an Avengers movie. Um, Which was one of the uh, directors said that. Yeah, I'm all I love the character. I thought the actress was amazing. I would love to see her do more. I just I just don't know what else. How much more there is for her to do. Yeah. I mean, she was very influential as like a side character in the comics because she was very close as a mentor to Wanda later on. Yeah, but they kind of especially in House M. Should the bed with that. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. They re- well, I mean, it could be like 
that person you meet and the first time you meet them, you hate them because they continuously make you clean a deli slicer, which is obviously fucking clean. They're just being a little nitpicky bitch. But at least you can say that to their face, old man. I feel like we've gone into a variant. <laughs> I think we've wandered off the beaten. We, we have. We I need to needed to weed whack around here a little bit. But let um, me guess. And that person became it, Tom Cruise. No, he became yeah. the old man and I actually got into a company with him. So apparently I'm either very masochistic, a lot more than yeah. I thought, or um, you know, we have found a, an agreement. Hey, and either way, I'm not king shaming it. There we go. Yeah, the agreement is is he eventually listens to me. Oh, eventually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a slow cooker, man. You got to let it sit all day. You got to let it burn. Let ruminate? it simmer. Let it simmer. Let it ruminate. Let it uh, move on to the next story. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> because the next story is another uh... little bit of Marvel hope, but this one a little bit more concrete and solidified. William Poulter. You know him from so many different roles. I think there's a picture of him down below. Um, okay. He was in Bandersnatch, the uh, Netflix. Um, there over your shoulder? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Um, he was in Bandersnatch, the Netflix Black Mirror movie, which was controlled by the, the audience. Snatch. Yeah, we played with the Snatch when it came yep. out on Netflix. Lo- who doesn't love to play? I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to go in there and play with the little Bandersnatch. You got to get all straight in there. You know, it was a great movie. The movie. Come on, Dirty Minds. But that's the guy. That's who he played in Bandersnatch. Um, oh, he was yeah, also in Shameless. He was in, Jesus Christ, he was Cal in the Fallen Order, the last uh, Star Wars uh, Dark Souls game. He looked more animated. Well, uh, it was it was the mocap. That was oh. the mocap. Yeah. But he was also in, fuck, he was in something else. I was forget- Oh, Gotham. He played Never like three it. different versions of the Joker. Yeah, so With he's his a very best friend who was the penguin. Yeah, he's a, a he's a very uh, good face. He's a good fit Clayface. for this role, um, especially since Guardians Three. Pretty much, it was just James Gunn saying, "Look, you know, there's a long history of people who are you know just fan casting on here, but I have a record of setting them straight." Welcome to the Marvel Universe, William Poulter, because he is going to be playing Adam. Oh, wow. Yes. So they're bringing him in. They're bringing him in. Oh, as, show. Yeah, as Adam. So Star-Lord, Drax, Rocket, and the crew still have both Thor, Love, and Thunder, along with their mysterious holiday special before they tackle Volume 3, which hits theaters in 2023. But James Gunn took to Twitter after his uh, cast welcoming to Poulter into the fa- uh, Guardians family, expressing his excitement to bring Adam Warlock to life. And he wanted They're to getting remind you of Cousin Eustace from the Chronicles of Narnia to play Adam. That's, yeah. that's yeah. a bold choice. Well, here's the thing is that they've been teasing Guardian of Adam Warlock since Guardians 2, which... Yeah, cannot... which they replaced with Captain Marvel. Yeah, if you're looking at this from, like, a future perspective, you're like, all right, oh, wow, all the way since Guardians 2, and this is Guardians 3. This is fucking years in the making that people have been clamoring for Adam Warlock, especially when they said they were going to do Infinity Gauntlet. And now we're finally getting Adam Warlock, and I'm actually very happy with this casting. When we first started talking 
uh, Adam Warlock casting way back in the day, old man. We said like Matthew McConaughey, somebody like that. But now we get William Poulter. How how are you feeling about this casting? Um, I'm I'm actually happy with it. Did you watch any of the I stuff am, he I, did in Shameless? Yes, yes, I watched Shameless. I watched it all the way through. Yep, I haven't gotten all the way through it, but you know that that is that's another show that's honestly very great. Yeah, that's just in the vein of like, well, what's what's one more thing that they can do? And I thought he he really did a good job on Gotham. Even though they dicked around saying, well, he's going to act like the Joker. He's not the Joker. He's kind of joke. He's not the Joker. This guy's a Joker. And it's still him. You know, it's just like that kind of pissed me off. But I thought ever his consistency with that kind of Joker mark was very good. So I got confidence in his acting ability just from what he did on Gotham, even though you don't agree with all the choices. That's still possible in this day and age. So we'll have to see 2023 how he turns out. But, you know, there's a lot of different changes that we're going to be seeing, especially since they said uh, Eternals. I read this. It's going to be 60% in the Marvel present and 40% in the past. So they're going to have that back and forth in there because – they have to set up the beginnings of the MCU now that they're going into the fifth phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And double shots every Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> it's a rule on nowhere. Yeah, sure. Um, but Adam uh, is going to be coming to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 on May 5th, 2023, unless they delay it. But I do I should hope that we're not going to see too many movie delays because they seem like they are well-oiled up and running. It does feel like we've been talking about love. Uh, Thor loves, loves his thunder or whatever the hell it's called forever. <laughs> Thor loves his he thunder. Loves, he loves that thunder. <laughs> oh, my God. As it goes, boom, brother. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's a t- podcast title. Mm-mm, thunder mm-mm. goes boom. So whatever it was. Another thing that went boom on the internet is Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Greets us with a trailer below. Wow, COVID's getting really bad. Look at that guy. I know. Mm-hmm. You know what? He got the, the triopta or uh, Omicron variant. Wow. Yeah. I think I dated him in high school. <laughs> he needs to, he now <laughs> needs to devour worlds to live. He's got the Galactus variant. But we see here... The official trailer for Sony's Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City has been released, and it promises to bring back the franchise uh, with a bang. Two-minute trailer is loaded with Easter eggs related to uh, the gaming franchise, and the fans of the games will be able to recognize most of the monsters that make an appearance. Uh, it also seems like the film is highly influenced by the games with a similar am- ambiance visible uh, in almost every scene. It does look very Resident Evil in its really tone. really like Umbrellas. Yeah. Well, I mean, Umbrella Corporation sponsored this film, so that they came being, free. I was trying to be subtle. Oh. Oh. I thought it was for the free Umbrellas. Shh. not supposed to talk about that. Who doesn't want a free Umbrella? We see the dogs, which were an obs- absolute fucking pain in the ass when you're playing that first Resident Evil game. Yes, because it was like that weird camera angle and you mm-hmm. were running around in a circle. And Wait, why know. am I shooting over there? I have four bullets. What the hell? 
you really had to have <laughs> stick control, Giggity. That dude is literally in everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of the Amels. Hang on. Robbie Amell. Rob, no, not Robbie Amell. The, the villain. Oh, the other the, guy? The oh yeah, played. yeah. Because I was like, I forget his like, name. He looks like Green Arrow. Oh, wait, no. That's not Green Arrow. That's no, he was brother. Firestorm, and then. Yes. Yep. He was literally and then named the other Robbie, guy wasn't was the he? villain, but I can't remember his name. Ah. Uh. That's okay. I don't One care. of those names where the first and last name start with the same letter. Damn it. We'll let you ruminate on it. Um, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna. But they need to expose Umbrella Corp- Corporation for its wrongdoings because, I mean, we're not going to go corporate cancel culture, but I think this needs a call to HR if you have all this shit going on. I mean... <laughs> At least killer, a strongly worded email. Killer dogs and cats living together, eating humans together. That's a problem. Damien Dark. There you go. He Damien played Dark. Damien Dark. That was yes. going to freaking... I kept on wanting to say Donnie Darko. I was close. So close. I was going to say that, but I, I knew that wasn't right. Um, yep. But... We'll I have just to didn't see. care. What? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see because this is really this is one of those titles that Netflix is going after games. Um, obviously, what was it? Universal did Sonic, so there's hope that somebody can do a game right. This is darker in tone, much along the same vein, giggity of Netflix. So, do you? I, are you feeling confident, old man? Especially just by this t- two minute teaser trailer, I kind of feel like there's enough write things in there that it'll be watchable, enjoyable, and still move gaming film forward. Yeah, the the basis of the story is still intact from the first one. That that's yeah. you know as long, incorporate they, one they, and two. A they can bit. yeah, they can they can change a little bit, you know, and have you know have their creative you know process. So like, doesn't have to be exactly the story, but as long as they hit those certain beats, yeah, and you know, and the acting is up to par. Mm-hmm. It's better than the acting that the that was in the first Resident Evil, I'm sure. Well, yeah, game, not movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, no, Mila Jovovich was perfectly fine. It was just like this had nothing to do with the games. You just took the property and played with it. What they they took the property of of Code Veronica, and made that the premise of the story. I mean, that's where he chose to start. Like, uh-huh. eh. This seems like more logical. We're going to tie in the mansion. We're going to tie in the second game with the police station. We're going to go into the, welcome to Raccoon City. That we are showing you this fucking thing. And this is going to be this journey. I like the promise of it. It's Netflix, so I mean, they besides anime adaptations, they've scarcely let me down. Scarcely. Well, I mean, anime adaptations First for everything. They're tricky still. I don't think truly one has really broke the mold. To really appease all fans. If Full Metal Alchemist had better CGI, it would have did better with fans. If um, you stop trying to make a live action out of every anime, it would be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll wait for the for One Piece one. to show, turn out and see how that runs. But you know, probably like the rest. well, I mean, they'll have nine hundred times to try to get it right, considering how many episodes there are. Yeah, on one Piece, it's not done. They're planning on ending. 
soon. That was the no- that was the news we reported literally like over a year and a half ago. Uh, they're gonna yeah. think about ending the manga soon. I still reported see it that twice. Coming out. We've reported it twice. Yeah. Reported it like two and a half years ago, and then a year ago, and now. Old man and I will be dead in the ground long before One Piece stops. You'll be dead. I'll just be here on this earth. That's because you're punishment. getting. The, that's because you're getting the cybernetic upgrades. <laughs> Your seventy-four kids have paid for that oh, upgrade. Boy. Well, one of them has to do it right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we will get to see if Netflix does it right. November 24th, 2021, where they are going to welcome you to Raccoon City with their permission. my luck, I'll just be turning into a tyrant from the G-Virus. In theaters. Roar. So. <laughs> Another thing that may roar, well, this this pisser, uh, the pitcher at the top of this next story. (laughs) The pitcher, and it's a pisser. The pisser, the pisser is the next story. The pisser with Frank Percy, one punch man himself. Frank, one punch Percy wants you to hop on over to the latest con he's visiting and visit him at his table. Check out all of his great artwork, including Karibe the Hunted, as well as the work he's done on Punisher War Journals and more. Great dude, very friendly approachable, exactly who you want him to be. We've had him on the podcast countless times, and we're going to invite him on again, and we always want to highlight his stuff right here. I like highlighting this next story, because, old man, you mentioned how we talked about uh, multiple stories before, and they ended up turning true. No. Well, who saw it coming other than everyone? The worst kept secret on the internet finally Confirmed by Rockstar. Grand Theft Auto Trilogy Remake has finally been confirmed, fans. Rockstar. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Rockstar, for putting out a game that's 20 years old. But they're going to remaster it, Whitey. You know, like, it's it. Uh, okay. what are we doing? Um, It will still be. So buying the games individually on PlayStation Platform now mm-hmm. is still cheaper than the remastered edition that will drop later. Well, I said I saw something that said that they were taking down the originals. It might have been on Steam. So buy them now. Um, but I don't know if it's all platforms. It was something about fans getting angry about it. But look, man, you had 20 fucking years to grab these goddamn games. 20. It's not like it was released Tuesday. Now, and they're like, if they, if they what, release bitches, it for $30, I'm happy. You know what I mean? It's it's gonna it's not gonna be. I mean, even if you release it at the sixty, and they have completely retold graphics, everything's looking up to date, improve and, you know menu screens and everything, and all the visuals, and still keep that you know classic kind of feel to which it. Which is why I, what it's I don't fine. understand is, is like these games didn't have DLCs either, so they they were there's base games at that time. Well, no, you had them release a complete separate game, Liberty City Stories, Vice City Stories. I, mean, I was surprised they didn't do San uh, San Andreas. Stories. That wasn't that wasn't until four. The, the, these three had nothing like that. No, no, they had they had yes. the PSP versions. Yeah, they right? had the PSP versions, which later came out on four. Really? Yeah, but they yep. came out on PSP with the PlayStation three, uh, three portable, uh, portable. Yeah, and that was right in between them because you had Vice City Stories. I remember because that was oh the one dude in the white for um the white uh, tuxedo and the he had the Lamborg- white Lamborghini from Falcon the uh, oh guy. Uh, Vice City. 
he was in he was the main or it was him or his brother was the main character in uh, Vice City Stories and Liberty City Stories was um it was the main mob boss. It was how he controlled that half of Liberty City. What's his name? Uh-huh. Carmine Falcone? Probably not. Nope. That's Batman. We'll call him Carmine <laughs> Falcone. But it was there were three solid games. It's Tony. That honestly, if you were to have a gaming hall of fame, each of them would be entered into their Tony their Cipriani. There you go. It was close enough. Um Tony Cipriani. That was Liberty City Stories. But each of these three original games, Liberty City, Vice City, and San Andreas, were completely, you know, these were the hottest The Laszlo radio stations were still the best. Absolutely. Everybody loves Laszlo. If you didn't listen to Chatterbox, you're probably a Romulan or an Android. Okay. Data insert here. Yeah, giggity. But... I love the fact that they're finally doing this. Just like, you know, Fable got like a definitive edition long ago. You got the mass effects we were just talking about in the beginning of the show. There was, there's a lot of this rehashing and we made fun of it at first, but after mass effect, man, I'm, I really don't mind if you go in there and seriously retool and upgrade the game and give me that same experience. Well, I mass will effect pay that also money. Included the DLCs. Well, yeah, but all of them, I mean, the, like you said, these didn't have DLCs. So, do you want them to redo those PSP games as well and add them in there? Like that's, that's add like, them as add them as a side story. I mean, it's only two more games, but that's still you know now redoing Grand Theft Auto Four and adding in those that three would be DLCs would be the Ballad of Gay Tony and and the other one, yeah, uh-huh. the one that uh, ripped off Sons of Anarchy. That DLC. Uh-huh. Yeah, the one the one before the Ballad of Gay Tony. Yeah, and there was another one. But there was a whole bunch of them that, you know, that Grand Theft Auto market, if they're going to go back and, you know, start this remake stuff, I feel like it should stop with these three for right it's now. It's called stalling. And then stalling. you put out Grand Theft Auto 6, yeah. and then you move on. Give me Red Dead Redemption 3 or, oh, <coughs> I don't know, create a new IP. That's crazy. Let's do it. Now this this uh, this trilogy should go out should come out because they're going to need to bank their money. Like Rockstar's still making money on Grand Theft Auto Online, so I like they don't need to really bank money. Mm-hmm. But and Red Dead Online. So I mean, fuck it, they can do whatever they want. I don't give a shit anymore. On to the next story. <laughs> the definitive edition is coming to PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Switch, and of course PC via the Rockstar Games Launcher, which nobody will use until you have to play a Rockstar game. Oh yeah, and it's coming to iOS and Android during the first half of 2022. So, what about my fridge? All right, if it's not 2023, it's not possible. 2023 right. or 2024, they may push the fridge version back. But that'll give you enough time to buy one of those fridges that does that. No, no, it won't fit in the door. Well, look, at least Rockstar does what they say they're going to. Unlike this next story, because Marvel's Avengers are doing something they promised not to do from day one. They are now selling XP boosters, paid consumable items, or PCIs. Thank you. No, don't care. Um, 
<laughs> a hero's catalyst in the game's marketplace. As part of an update to Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics, the game that rolled out Thursday, um, the change isn't sitting well with Marvel's Avengers players who say that the developer has gone back on its pledge to only offer uh, paid microtransactions for cosmetic items like skins and other flourishes. Look, times are tight. tight. The Porsche needs to be serviced, and y'all fuckers need to give us more money. But here's the thing. Don't tell me I you're not going to do that if as soon as your wallet's getting pinched, you're like, fuck it, give an XP boost. My wife needs flowers tomorrow. I don't care. You sh- should not have said, we are not going to fall into this market and done that complete PR stunt, uh, tell them whatever bullshit, and s- said something that you can stand by. That's some fucking first-class bullshit. And I'm not going to lie. I didn't really have a problem with Marvel's Avengers. I did. Besides when we were doing the Let's Play. It's very aggravating. But once they got time to retool it and work with it, I played through the story. I was going through um, the Hawkeye, looking forward to the Wakanda version, and then, you know, doing it again for Spider-Man. But when you have a paid XP boost in this day and age with the one percenters, which are the people who, and, you know, the kids of the one percenters of the upper class who just have that fucking credit card to where they could dump a lot of money into this game just because they want to be the best that ruins and offsets. That's like rust. That's like all these toxic games that we've talked about. And that's why fans have told you not to do it because you will lose them. They will play something else because steam has literally, this is an official word from Gabe Newell on how much they have on there. A butt ton of free shit. On Steam, on Xbox, on PlayStation, that you can play and not this. Or you can watch this podcast. Matt may rant over, but that's the bullshit that I fucking found with this story. Is Don't tell me you're going to fucking not do something in a game. And then just completely 180 on your fucking word and say, yeah, well, I'm not doing that now. You're that's wasting like too I much just, breath on it, man. That's like if I you just really are. started talking about sports and shit. I don't give a shit about sports. It's just not who I am. But I'm not going to fucking act like I know shit about it. And that's what they're doing. I'm really just stalling for time for the producer to get back to his producer's chair. Yeah. He had to step away for a moment. But just stalling on this story because I really did enjoy it. Um, As much as I would love to just continue shitting. I was waiting for you to get back. Oh. Um, I was stalling already enough because I really couldn't care about somebody going back on their word. But I did want to take a time to take a nice dump on this story. But now that that's over, the next person getting shit on is this <laughs> next story because Peta oh. wants to fight Marvel co- Avengers cockfighting <laughs> in Far Cry Six. Okay, so the newly released Far Cry Six. Promises series fans a return to open world shenanigans, this time set on the fictional Carib- uh, Caribbean island of Yara. Developed by Ubisoft Toronto, Far Cry 6 follows protagonist uh, Danny Roaz as they and the resistance attempt to overthrow the dictatorship ruled by Ant- Anton Castillo, portrayed by one Giancarlo Esposito of the Mandalorian fame. Pretty sure I rolled my R's right. 
Um, the Far Cry 6s allows players to participate in a cockfighting minigame in which they n- not only collect roosters, but directly control them in a Mortal Kombat-style fighting game. I'm pretty sure there's a picture of that below. Um, complete with character selection and special move and multiple rounds, reactions to, mode, to the mode have been mixed with some players... Now go up. I thought there was a picture of that. There we go. There's a little video, <laughs> but they have the cockfighting here. Um, special moves and multiple rounds. Reactions to the mode have been mixed, with some of the players having some uh, fun with the simplicity, while others to be re- uh, rather tone deaf in today's animal rights center climate. On October 7th, the senior manager so. of PETA's Latino branch, Alicia Aguelo, recently, in a statement, called on Ubisoft to remove cockfighting from the game. They're just sleeping. It's okay. They're just They're sleeping. Just sleeping. I just throw my... They get so tired from fighting me, they fall asleep. Yeah, see, that's not blood. That's just sleep juice. The bad man with Patton Oswald <laughs> is absolutely one of my favorite YouTube videos to watch randomly on the internet. If you haven't checked out Bad Man, you need to just stop watching this podcast and watch that episode because no, it's fucking hilarious. So, Fuck that guy. We're fascinating. My, my own personal rant. <laughs> okay. Why does this have to be a thing? You have a thing against cockfighting or PETA? No, I have, I have a thing against people trying to you know, like invoke their will on other things when it's just, it's just art within the game. Nothing is actually happening. What's going on? It's all digital. These are just digital assets. They're ones and zeros. Yeah, it's just digital cock. No cocks are actually being <laughs> out during the filming of this podcast. No, Look, I tried just to digital set that co- up, and we're not even so showing the digital cock. All these digital cocks have not been maimed. How many times can we say, "See, here's a cock, and here's a cock." Here are bajangers. We these got are, lots of cock for you. These are two cocks about to fight. Totally cocking it up. You could type that into Woodrocket and find a million videos, but right. this is just a video game. Once those, again, those this conversation don't, don't is so aggressive, guys. But this is my point: <laughs> is that digital. if you don't like a bunch of cocks fighting Mortal Kombat style, one, don't watch UFC, and two, don't play Far Cry Six mini game. Just a Mortal minigame. Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> How do I not? It's just saying the title's name. How can I not do that? Mortal Kombat! Oh, yeah. Ed Boon would be proud. Um, toasty. Oh, that brings a new meaning to Toasty. That's a, that's a Toasty digital cop. Next time I show up late, don't... Let me in. Don't bring the cock. <laughs> Don't worry, we got plenty of cock for you if you want. Digital we just cock. Play the video Mm-mm. back again. Mm-mm. Well, here's, Mm-mm. here's my thing. Digital cock is not a part of PETA's protection because they're right. not actually getting killed. They just respawn. Yeah. The same cock. Just reloaded cock. Cock all over the place. See? <laughs> and that one guy controlling that that one cock on the on the right, he he is not very good. He's not good at controlling his cock. But I don't think Peta has a leg to stand on. See, that's what the uh, University of Delaware was. They don't have after. a cock to stand on. 
Oh, the the blue <laughs> fighting. So there's no. is. I wonder, is there a blue cock in there? To you know, go oh, blue heads. Let's, go let's blue go cock. Stella, our blue cock. It's only acceptable if they got a blue one. Hold on. Hang on. No, there is a blue one there. Down there. Lower left there hand you go. corner. There's right there. the blue cock. There's the, the Delaware blue, blue cock. Cock of cock. Delaware See, is a, represented in Far Cry Six. Yeah, sure. That's what sure, we found out. The, there's a blue one. See, this was educational, cat. We learned no, it wasn't. about blue cock. <laughs> <laughs> we learned it sure that wasn't. We learned there's a digital blue cock, which might no, or might not no. be a, an homage to a, a Delaware university. Yeah, the founding of a university. Yeah. I could be on to the next story, thunk. A digital blue cock founding an, a university mascot. I think that would be a great Quentin Tarantino movie. They're the blue. Now pens. that we've screwed up history <laughs> enough, we can uh, move on. Yeah, we've muddled about not in uh, anything new, but we've muddled on to. I feel our... we've wrung all the news out of that story. We have. We have wrung all the news. <laughs> all the. You've certainly wrung everything you could out of that we have for made sure. Every cock and joke that's we can. What she said. <laughs> Yeah, we've made every cock joke we can, so I think it's time to move on to the end segment, which is what sci-fi or fictional world would you first boot up on your very own holodeck? We're in the future. I'll tell you what, not you Far Cry 6, that's for sure. No <laughs> no holodeck cockfighting? Oh, well, I mean, no. I don't know how no. we can even hang out anymore, but that's probably because you don't live near me. But also, what my this is my question, man. Everybody in the future, you got your own holodeck. What's the first fucking program that you have pulled up? Oh man, the one that where <laughs> look, this is going to sell me on this holodeck experience. I'm gonna. I gave this a lot of thought. Hang on. I'm gonna... Hang on. I need a breaking news button. Where the fuck is that? Uh, you have the... Fr- dude, we're dude, all dude, fucking dude, stumped, and news. Big Brother has his choice before us? Well, it's because we were just watching comedy, so okay. I'd go back and watch the go. great comedy specials. You think, bring the pain, you think... Oh, think fucking Carlin. The, yeah, prior. Oh, man. Think of... And then you can fucking interact with yeah, them? you can go back and, and talk to Lenny Bruce before oh, he yeah. overdosed with... Massive heroin problem. Well, it would be a very weird COVID, addition if you enough. talk to him. Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, yeah, Mitch. Yeah. Oh, man. Being fucking Saved by the wall. buoyancy of fruit. Ralphie. Ralphie May, yeah. You can see Ralphie fall through the stage. <laughs> that one time. <laughs> uh, all right, see Ralphie. I would just want to have a conversation with Tesla. Yeah. I would just, you know, have a, you know. You could do that now. Oh, you mean Nicola. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, Nicola. I thought you meant the board members. I, I just want to be in the room watching, like, do his experiments, not be part of it. Just, just not on wifey pigeon nights, all right? Those are Tuesdays. He did love a pigeon. No, no, Tuesdays is the Triforce podcast where everyone gathers around. Not for Nikola Tesla. For everyone, even oh. me. Even Nikola Tesla gathers yeah. around to watch the Triforce podcast on sure. Tuesdays. Well, they're going to go Wednesdays next week. Um, I wonder what he would have thought of the last 10 minutes or so. <laughs> he probably wouldn't be proud, I'll tell you that. Even the founding fathers would look back like, we can skip over this chapter. several more times if you like. Does that make that sense? We, we, we no, included, thank you. We, we so, included freedom of speech for this. We have a cock on to rail it back on to the... To cock it back on the rails. <laughs> the train, that is. Um, that is this show. <laughs> If I'm a walking, do. if I'm walking a into a holodeck, do. I mean, mm-hmm. 
You can't just go like Star Trek because that's way too fucking easy. It's a holodeck. Then you could just be in a holodeck visiting a holodeck, visiting a program that Captain Picard liked. That's way too simple. But I would, the first program I would boot up because you have that holo, holographic. How many captains do you, would he hear, Captain? I would immediately boot up a Star Trek program to where I could be a Jedi and just travel anywhere in that universe. Okay. And then I'm a Jedi. I could be in the High Republic. I could be in the Clone Wars. I could be, you know, on the fucking Empire side with Vader hanging out, smoking blunts with the Palpatine, you know, Emperor. We call him that. It was, you know, a mismatch, but we all laughed about it. We're cool like that. But having that holodeck experience, because you can have this honest conversation, and then they just go, I don't understand what you're saying. But I like that kind of premise of taking that realism to your favorite fictional world. To where even if, like, in the first story, you're a fan of The Expanse, I wouldn't advise it. A lot of Creole. But you could hop into that world in the holodeck. So Um, I I see you spinning in a circle and then waking up in the cart in Skyrim. Well, that's the that's the glitch. To where old man would be like, "Hang on, I found the glitch in the holodeck. Do you want to?" This is really what the first thing that old man would be looking for—the one glitch that would send you spinning out and be like, "You wake up, oh, you're finally awake." (laughs) (laughs) That would be the glitch he's looking for, just like the swing set in fucking GTA. Yes, that swing set in GTA Four. That was awesome. You're the breaker, man. You would try to break the holodeck. That would be the That's first thing you do. That's what I do for a living, man. That would be the first thing you do. You're like, all right, let's load you this bitch up. You put the software in front of me. I try what to break it. What happened to Chris? He broke the holodeck and he demolicularized. So what's the first program that you would try to boot up on this holodeck to try to stress it to its limits? Fiction-wise. The Triforce podcast. No. <laughs> I kind of feel uh, like you'd be underwhelmed. It's just me sitting here in front of a camera. Uh-huh. Yeah, but the goal of the episode would be to how much do, do we break cat? <laughs> well, I mean, that's not. Why hard. is that a goal? Yeah, Why is that a goal? Really my goal. Funny is my no, goal. funny is the goal. As long as it's funny. We may try to make just, you laugh so yeah. hard. But. So hard. Katarina, Holodeck. Yes, my dear. What is the first program you're loading up since. I feel like you have something that you could go to that would it's just a easy, comforting first thing to go to. Big Brother would have chose Star Citizen, but even in the future, it's not done Still yet. Still not done yet. No. Um <laughs> I don't know that I understood the assignment, but uh well, sci-fi I, my, my immediate thought was the Shire. Mm. Like, I would I would just I would just love to go to the Shire. Just go there. Any period? Um is I there... would like to think the peace between um, the <laughs> Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings that those peaceful at the end, the, the the end part where everything's kind of nice and they're like, like, hey, you know, it's not so bad right now. It's not a giant flaming eye in the sky. I think we're good. Like, I would love to go there and I would love to go to Rivendell. I just really, really would love to just go there during peace times, during yeah. peace times, not during, you know. Well, you got I have Sauron times. Look, end of TNG holodeck, you have safety modes. So you can go to Westeros and not get syphilis, you know? Yeah, I'm not messing with Westeros. I'm going to stick with um, (laughs) the Shire. I'm going to stick with Middle Earth. I'm going to stick with Middle Earth. (laughs) But I really, 
I really think that I would, I'm caught between Rivendell with that waterfall and just how mm. beautiful it is in the Shire and just, yeah. I can't even imagine how peaceful that would be. Oh, and I that would be hanging out with might be hearts. like a boring answer, but nothing appeals to mm -hmm. me as much oh, as no. just peace and like simple living and just. I completely relate to that Shire because I would, I'd hang out there with those hobbits. They know how to fucking party. They know how yeah. to have fun and hard work and get shit done. Those are the people you want to fucking hang out with, man. That may be another uh, another end credit. And their homes are just, they look so cozy and comforting and, and beautiful. And that's just, it's very appealing to me. Very geo-friendly, too, because you got to imagine, you know, you got yeah. all that earth on top, keeps it very well insulated, you know, a little maintenance, you're good. Little duck through every door. And well, it doesn't I seem mean, like anyone lives outside of their means. It just It just seems like a perfect place to spend time, especially if you're on a Starfleet ship, mm -hmm. hanging out in space yeah. where the slightest thing yeah. and you could get your brain imploded. Mm -hmm. You want some peace. <laughs> you well, want yeah. some peace. All that anxiety. You know? Yeah. A little shire in your life. Now, if we were talking games, I would want to go into City Heroes just for the nostalgia factor. Oh, of course. Oh. As my character, Sid and I, my level 15, or, or even Portuguese Princess, I would take either one. Uh, either one. Matrix. Powers, that'd be pretty dope. Matrix would pretty be... Dope. Um, it'd be essentially the same thing as the Matrix. Yeah, it'd be the same thing. But um, taking that traditional flair of the Matrix would be cool. Um, another, th another one I thought was taking it differently, but I thought the DC Universe would be kind of cool. Just go in there. Hang out with Batman, talk with Flash. I almost said Themyscira because I think that would have been the answer most people would have expected from me. Um, but yeah, just I don't think I would be very... about the Shire and, and Middle Earth. Would it's just I think I could everything. visit. I, I I could visit the program with you if you're going to the Shire. If you're going to Themyscira, I'm not very welcome. Wait, an island full of women? Dead by Snoo Snoo? Oh, you want to hang out with all the cocks? Got it. <laughs> Look, man, if they treated men like they did in that Futurama episode, that would have been my choice. But these are warrior as Amazonian women who will probably chop my cock off and then use it in a fucking ritual. I'm good. Don't start nothing, won't be nothing. <laughs> That's why I'm not going there. <laughs> now imagine if it was Tom Cruise as Wonder Woman. I imagine there would have been an explosive involved. Mm, several. It's, it's Tom Cruise. I concur. I concur. I concur. Probably jumping from a helicopter for some reason. I don't know. But that's climbing up those cliffs, free like free climbing up those cliffs. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. There's a bomb on your cock. We have to get to the top of this mountain, otherwise it'll blow up. I will climb that mountain. <laughs> Fezzik, are there rocks ahead? <laughs> so, uh, I think we all pretty much have our answers. Mm. Old man would try to break it. Katarina would vastly try not to go to Thermoscare, mm -hmm. but ultimately end up there. And <laughs> Big Brother, with his endless tour of classic comedy i think this is a very good end segment that everybody else needs to comment below if you haven't commented in the comment section already so we want to end this off with of course the thank yous we want to thank you out moisel robinson caitlin carezzi 
Kim Roberts, Kelly Collins, and Mark Gervais for liking, commenting, sharing, listening, most importantly, on Spotify, and supporting the podcast because listener support is the most important thing. You can go to uh, Spotify.fm backslash PJANDWH. You can so donate to the podcast. You can just overall support by listening. We appreciate both. You can go over here to PJANDWH.com. We're going to find all of our crazy, luggy, and nutty moments right up top, as well as all of our podcasts below, and links to everywhere on the social media webs. Well, I've done all I can, but as always, this is the long drawn out goodbye. I am Matthew Bucarell, the Matt Man. In the Perjanger box, we have Christopher Bristow, co-host the old man, all the way in from Thermoscara, Katarina Thermoscara, wonderful woman. We have our omnipotent presence that is Big Brother producer Stephen Bucarell, as well as our mascot, Hero of Time, Link Diablo. We are always saying we love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week. Until then, game on, Walt Jenkins. Bye-bye. Oh, no, we're going to end it. Shut it off. Oh, Bye-bye. Oh, no. Not a moment too soon, if you ask me. Play on my tangas. That was a good segue. Our Island Kelly. Shut up. I had to throw in a couple of clever, classy cock jokes at the end there. I don't know if that's a thing that exists, to classy? be honest. I mean, a clever, classy exists. cock jokes. A corny cock joke just sounds too wrong. That sounds like an, it sounds like a cognition. You know, like, you are oh, too man, funny. I had a corny yeah, cock. Yeah, just, just have a seat. I'll be with you in one moment. It just keeps telling jokes. I just, it, it just you. stops. It's just like constantly All right, I got to take off, jokes. but it was a pleasure. <laughs> Later. Have a good night. Uh, <laughs> I had to end, end off with, come on, corny cock? How could you not have that? You, you got this, this fucking infested corny cock, and it just constantly, as the little corn pops, it's just a dad joke. <laughs> I do follow dad joke memes on Facebook because... They are just so goddamn funny. Oh, that's just his ugly mug. That's me. A <laughs> hind. Right. First off, let me get these sons of bitches on. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, man, just, uh, ooh, adapting. Adapt, overcome, survive. Overall goals in life. Um, just, you know, trying to adapt to new parts department and everything. What the hell are you? Oh, you're resizing yourself? Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I wish it was that easy. God, are you just. <laughs> Wait, do, do you need a minute? Is it like pulling just... down your pants and. Well, no, he's doing it. He's adjusting his end. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, so you don't I have can to do also, anything. I can adjust my end like this. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, I could. I could. I'm sorry, he's producer. Wow. I can't. I can't stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, do you really want to though? No. But what is going on with your Zoom thing? Oh, I'm messing is with Logitech Capture. Oh, all right. Don't don't mind me. I'm I'm messing with Logitech Capture. 
Uh, only I because I'm doing here. See, like I could put that behind me. There we go. All right, I mean, we we kind of have it on the big screens. So yeah, like <laughs> we don't need that in the we upper don't, corner too. We don't really with all the ads, we don't, and we don't have. He doesn't have that stupid <laughs> ad on the top. Yeah, I have that blocked so... along with my whole you know bookmarks bar and everything. It's less revealing that way. Yeah. Just I'm just of, testing it out. I'm just seeing what happens. I like what I you're have. doing, but I'm giving you some constructive criticisms of like just move that window up a bit so it hides your bookmarks bar. Or just do like the window capture. You know what I mean? Because that's like I don't know. I saw that I was doing that in some podcasts and I was like, that's way too way too close. Uh, do we know if Kat's gonna be on? I just kind of assumed she was, but I have no idea. Well, it's in the pajama <laughs> chat, so she can obviously join whenever she wants, um, just for some Tom bullshittery. Um, obviously, since we last met, um, the um, the what if wrapped up. I have not watched it, so it's a wrap up. I'll say. Okay, it's definitely a way to wrap it up there. You know, um, I mean, it wasn't bad. It's just like I, now I need more, you know. Fair enough. It's just, uh, you know, now we got to wait until I mean, well, get out to the theater and spend, you know, the all that money for. Venom or. Wait till it becomes available streaming because, like, I mean, you even look at like, um, or just Hawkeye. don't see it. Yeah, hang on. I gotta adjust this uh, lighting. Mm-hmm. The corner. The camera just crapped needs, out uh, for whatever reason. Needs an erection. That's a little better. Left. The other way. No, there. 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 It's better. Gives it a 3D effect like we're live. Every Tuesday. What the hell is on, uh, going on? Facebook and other stuff. Are we going to stream on this one, too? What do you think, old man? All three? Purge hangers and wall hangers? What, what do I type in here? Talk show. Uh, Yeah, talk show. I got it. Yeah, do it. I'll do all three. And then, yeah, all three, purge hangers and wall hangers, uh, Facebook, yeah. and YouTubes. That's weird. Uh, bu- bu- bu. I'm sorry, I'm just getting home and I'm not feeling great. No problem. Paste. I have to get, come out of here. I have to close my Zoom. It's not 
All right, we'll let you back in. Out. All right. So now's the point in the end credits where I'm going to say that anybody who has a problem. Oh, yeah, hang on. Okay, now's the point in the end credits where I'm going to hold say. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Norton wants to say something. Fuck off. Any, okay. any no, all right, you okay. can go now. Now I kind of don't even want to say it. Was <laughs> all that built up for nothing? All right. Well, like over here, share over here, video here. <laughs> we have to let a banger. <laughs> no, but now's the else. point in the podcast that I do want to point out that anybody that really has a problem with Dave Chappelle's recent special, much better, the closer, uh, really needs to. Watch I mean, it? well. It's either you don't really like to laugh, or you're not getting the joke, or I don't know. You have I've some, watched it at least twice. You're looking at it from some kind of tainted perspective that is taking away the artistic comedy of it. And that's what people really need to focus on is that it's comedy. It's an art form. Not everybody can do it. Dave Chappelle is the fucking goat. Greatest of all time. All time. I edit so I can add that. G-O-A-T. Boom. G O T A X Q Q Q. I'm not doing all those letters. But he's the greatest of all time, considered by many, for a reason. Because there's more to what he is saying than what he said. And he's the master at it. That story, oh my God. It was heart wrenching. Heart-wrenching story at the end, but you still laughed all the way through, and he was Dave Chappelle about the whole fucking thing. He touched all the hot buttons, just like you would want him to. What he said. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't hear me sneeze. I pushed the mic away. There's another live one over here. Yeah, we, we heard you. Then you couldn't hear anything, but... Um, no, nah, man, I liked it. Um, I thought it was a very good special. I thought it was just so well put together. The fucking COVID jokes. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I bust my fucking gut the first time. I f- that was the first comedy special in a while. I've felt the tightness in my abs afterwards. Like, you got a good workout. Like, pooh, getting at least two of them abs in here in the top, man. Just from that comedy special. And it was it was just that much that it's that he's Dave Chappelle and he's your favorite comedian, so you can tell you a fart joke and it'll be funny, but you know he's going to tell it like Dave Chappelle. He's your favorite yep. comedian for living comedian for a reason. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. It's just so hard to pick a a true goat. Now it's almost like RPG. You know, you got to define this down into subcategories. Um. That's like it's a whole other be, thing. It's still going to be um, Bernie Mac and Eddie oh Murphy. Bernie Mac with the Kings of Comedy tour. Yeah. That was like the first time I really paid attention to Bernie Mac. And I I just couldn't stop laughing. That's when I was w- with Teddy Schools. And he just started showing me all this black comedy, stand-up comedy I never really looked at. And Sinbad? 
Well, no, not Sinbad. I've told him that's where he was like, oh, I have so much better stuff. I mean, Earthquake, some of his oh, first Earthquake. fucking specials. Holy shit. Earthquake's the best. It's like watching anime with a Japanese person, and they're like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. This actually is a dub, you know, a double entendre here. That's actually, you know, this means that. And th- watching black comedy with Teddy Schools was very formative. It was, you know, it was like a class. It was so great because it was two people learning and watching hilarious comedy. <laughs> and it was that friend, like the Obi-Wan. No, I will show you the way of comedy. And I got a lot of different names and, and a lot of different comedy stuff, you know, uh, acts throughout the years because he was such a huge fan. You know, you got to lock, lock onto those wall jangers when you find them. You got to get him back on here. Yeah. He's uh, he's going to all these wrestling events. Doesn't doesn't swing by our area. No, I know, I know. But but what are you going to do? Doesn't drive. Yeah, man, I love the upgrades to the Streamlabs because we're going simulcasting on three different locations. Who knows for how long on YouTube? Facebook.com backslash pjandwh. Uh, twitch.com backslash pjnwh and youtube.com type in the search bar projangers but make sure you subscribe to it so then we can get backslash pjnwh uh we want you to also hit that subscribe button right here right above my head well that's going to be the very best projangers and wall hangers video for you right above our cardboard kelly well that is every single Triforce podcast in a playlist, so you can just catch on up there. But, of course, we always end off with the wise words from our main man, Connor. Goddamn right.